Have you ever looked back at a financial mistake or misstep and thought, I wish someone had told me? I have an ongoing list of financial tips that I'm either sharing with others or that I'm personally seeking out. I need help with this. These tips are ranging from what to look out for when using credit cards, what to consider when borrowing for a car, or even should you use a pay-as-you-go service. Like there's just so many financial questions and it just feels like there's an endless number of them and an endless number of financial decisions to make. Even though I own a small property, I haven't refinanced it yet and I had some questions so many questions. So I thought it would be helpful to have some homeowners who've already gone through the process share what they wish they'd been told before starting the refinance process. In this episode, I have four guests who share unique insights into the refinance process. I do want to share a disclosure and disclaimer that by participating in this episode, my guests are not making an endorsement of any products, goods, or services mentioned within the context of the show. As always, it's important to use discernment before making any financial decisions and to do your own research. Again, the show is for entertainment purposes only. Do your own research. When I first purchased my home, I was super excited about it. I was just so excited. I also discovered that there were so many aspects to home ownership that I didn't know about how often I would have to do home maintenance, how tiring yard work would be, and the moments when I thought that maybe I should have purchased a property outside of an HOA. There was another home ownership experience that I've been fascinated by, which was the refinance process. As a first-time homeowner, I didn't completely understand the process and why it was a useful financial tool that so many homeowners embrace. Fortunately, there is a resource to help educate homeowners going through the refinance process. Refiley is a lender comparison tool that helps homeowners find lenders to help them refinance their mortgage. Refiley helps homeowners see and compare different lenders and estimated fees and rates before saying yes to their future home loan. What I really love about Refiley's comparison tool is the following transparency, ease of use, and accessibility. If you're looking to refinance your home loan, Refiley is the tool I recommend to help you with the lender comparison process, and I'm proud to partner with Refiley to share the comparison tool. This is David Stein, and I podcast and blog at Money for the Rest of Us. Here's what I've learned about refinancing. In the fall of 2020, LaPrell and I, my wife, decided that we wanted to buy a new house. And because mortgage rates were so low, we would take out a mortgage for the first time in many, many years. Now, this ended up being a refi. But first, we went to the mortgage broker that our realtor recommended in order to qualify for a mortgage. What I didn't know about getting an initial mortgage or refinance is that the rules had changed. Over 90% of the mortgages that originate in the U.S. are bought by government agencies, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Jeannie Mae, and they set the rules. With the COVID-19 pandemic, they changed the rules for self-employed individuals. They made the requirements more stringent. 
They required three months of bank statements and a year-to-date financial statement, which they hadn't required before. The mortgage broker that we had just didn't understand the rules, nor did their team. And so we went back and forth month after month to where we needed to buy a house. And so we just ended up paying cash and then tried to do what's known as a cash out refinance because we wanted to use the proceeds to remodel the house we bought. One of the things I realized about mortgage brokers is there are those that are just order takers and they, they interface with the underwriting team and they just take their orders and they just shuffle back and forth between the team and the applicant. And then there are the mortgage brokers that actually know what they're doing. They understand the underwriting process. They understand all the new rules and how to position your case to the underwriting team. They are your advocate. So finally, in early 2021, in frustration, after four months of trying to get a mortgage with this other team, I went to a member of my website who is a mortgage broker and called him up. He knew what he was doing and he could help me position the loan package so that it was certainly accurate and honest, but also presented our situation in the best light. We were able to get approved, and as a result, we were able to do the refinance, get the proceeds, and then we're proceeding with our remodel. The primary takeaway is use a mortgage broker that knows what they're doing, that is your advocate, that understands the rules and new rules, and can position your package, your loan package, to put it in the best light. Now, mortgage brokers, I used to think was kind of a, not the most up and coming business, but it's changed. Mortgage brokers can't charge you an additional fee anymore like they used to. All their fees are paid through the bank or whoever originates the mortgage. So they really are your advocate because they're not trying to position and a mortgage that they might get a higher commission on. That's what we learned about refinance. I hope your refi goes very, very well and much better than ours did. Hey, my name is Tiffany Grant of Money Talk with Tiff. I am an accredited financial counselor, blogger, and podcaster. I love talking about money. So I'm here to tell you a quick refinance tip, and hopefully my mistake can turn into a lesson for you and you don't make the same one. So I bought my house in 2017 as a single mother. I got married in 2020, and I decided to refinance last year in 2021. Now, when I refinanced, that put my current husband on my deed, so now he has half ownership of the property. Six months later, we are legally separated, and he still has ownership of the property. So my tip is... If you have bought your house before you got married and you do not want your spouse on it, do not refinance because it automatically puts them on it. Even if you all both agree that they're not going to be on it legally, they have to. And this is here in the state of North Carolina. So definitely check out your laws before you decide to refinance if it's going to change ownership of the property. Hello, my name is Tom Brickman. I am the Frugal Gay 11 on Instagram and Twitter. I am an avid real estate investor. I am a side hustle enthusiast. I own a resale business called Cheap Cheap Closeout. And I am newly unemployed from my nine to five. I um, want to talk about the first time I refinanced. Um, since I've been I'm 39 right now, and since I started investing, I have 
bought a lot of cash properties. I'm buying really inexpensive properties. I've, I've had loans on them over the years, but I've never had a need to refinance until I bought a property when I turned 30. This was a Dallas single family property. Um, I bought it in cash. I accidentally put it into my LLC, which I wasn't thinking about as I purchased it. So I had to pay $1,000 to get it put back into my name. And um, then I started the refinance process, which I had purchased properties. I had had a ton of experiences over my first 10 years of buying properties. I bought my first one at 21. When I turned 30, it was time for the refinance and I didn't understand anything and nobody explained anything. So the things that I wish I knew when I went into the refinance was to put it into my name in the first place. Don't put it into your LLC. You're gonna have a whole lot of problems doing the um, refinance. Um, I wish I understood what points were. I didn't know. And I remember after I refinanced, I'm telling my dad my rate. He's like, well, that's a great rate. Did you have to pay points? And I'm like, yeah, it was only blah, blah, blah. Points are interest that you're prepaying. So if you ever refinance it again, you're out that money. I don't like points. I It's just something that I didn't know what it was. And I paid it because I wanted a lower interest rate. And when I refinanced that same property a few years later, it was just money lost. So I didn't know about the, the logistics of it. I had to get it appraised not once, but twice. And anyone who's gone through appraisal knows that because I had it appraised while I owned it in my LLC. And then they made me, even though the there wasn't a large enough or there wasn't a huge gap, they made me refinance or reappraise it because it was in my name now. I fought it, I went back and forth, but it was $500 each time. So I wasted $1,000 off the top by having to put it back into my name. I wasted money on points and then I wasted money on the appraisals twice. Those are all things that I wish I knew going into it. Purchasing properties is something that I've been able to leverage wealth with and build. Um, you know, I have, as of yesterday, I just closed on my, um, 18th door. So I have half my portfolio in Dallas and half in Ohio, but nobody's there telling you, this is what you do when you refinance. This is what you do when you purchase that property. This is what you look for when you're talking to lenders about a refinance. And those are all things that I wish that I knew. I appreciate your time. You guys have a great day. Uh, if you want to follow, if you want to watch my journey, I've got two projects under renovations. Now you can find me at the frugal gay 11 on Twitter and on Instagram. Thanks guys. Hey guys, my name is Ashira Nelson. I am with Savvy Girl Money, where you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at Savvy Girl Money. So when I refinanced for the first time, the one thing that was a complete shock for me and that I wish I knew was how similar it was going to be to actually taking out my original loan. I could not believe the similarities. Um, and what I kind of mean by that, guys, is I felt like I had to do just as much then when I originally got the loan as I did when I refinanced. So I went through uh, Quicken Loans or Rocket Mortgage the first time. So for my original loan and for my refinance loan. I personally love their process, um, automated process. It is, I mean, perfect. You do everything through their app. You sign through the app. So technology-wise, I love their advancement. Um, 
But the amount of documents that I had to sign was crazy. Um, even though it was streamlined through the app, I just could not believe how similar it was to the original process. And I wish someone, someone would have just told me that it's basically taken out my original mortgage. I was completely shocked. I remember um, talking to my husband and I would tell him kind of what I was doing. And he's like, oh my God, you're doing that again? I remember you did that with the original loan. And I'm like, yeah. So that was a complete shocker. And I don't want you guys to be surprised. Um, so definitely know that it is very comparable to the process of taking out your original loan. But I am so happy that I uh, went through the process because I have a reduced um, interest rate and a reduced payment. So now I'm able to still pay the same amount plus a little more. And all of the additional payments that I'm making is going towards my principal. So I'm very excited. My family is very excited about that. So make sure you follow me guys on Instagram again at Savvy Girl Money.